0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: In 86, Anne Martin wrote the first book of
0: what became a call. And now it's time The babysitter's club, club
1: Mystery. Hey, Jack. Yeah. What is it? I'm uh this is the babysitter's club mystery okay. club my name is tanner Greenring. yeah <laughs> i lost my mojo man loosen up i thought we'd be out of here by now shake it off you thought we'd be out of where i thought we'd be done i thought we'd be done by now <laughs> the babysitter's club <laughs> i thought the baby would be here by now Oh, okay not.
0: you thought the baby was gonna be out my baby do you know and it's because it's been eight and a half months and you're like that's
1: how long it takes a baby to cook exactly eight and a half months it's been exactly thirty nine weeks, gross, which is one fewer weeks than it's supposed to take. Right. So I thought, well, there's a good chance. Yeah. But here I am. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have anything planned. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like any contingency plan. You don't have anything planned for this moment, right? And so you feel like you can't
0: talk about the novel.
1: I just don't. I mean, I read it. I read it. But like, my head's in a different place now, man. We had a scan today. The baby's looking good. He's actually. Normalized okay he's uh forty eighth percentile in size a hmm. little that's, below average
0: that's a f minus right
1: well, <laughs> and his head is big still, but it's big in a good way now, okay. okay, is what Jamie said the doctors say that's cool I love it's I love it's it. round yeah it's <laughs> not it's not football shape this like this shit just does not seem
0: very scientific. The doctor yeah. the doctor went to like 10 years of doctor school so that he could look at Jamie and be like, head round now. <laughs> <Good, laughs> it's good big. It's big. <laughs> good big. Head big, but good big. <laughs> round big. <laughs> all right. How so, much did your fucking medical school cost, doctor?
1: Well, we're certainly paying him an arm and a leg. Am I right? The okay. medical expenses in this country. Am I the, you kidding me? All right. Let's not get political. Tanner, we're here to talk about
0: a book. Mm. and it's a good book and i liked it and it was scary
1: and stacy was good in it it was pretty scary yeah and there was crime and intrigue and espionage and stacy almost died and so did the children yeah the three children very scary the mystery
0: at the mall is that it is
1: a crime mall there's lots of crime at the mall. Yeah, and you know what I'm starting to realize is there's a lot of crime in Stony Brook. Yeah, it's an it's
0: a infested den of sin, infamy,
1: and crime, and poverty. As and I yeah. like I didn't know. I'm not saying poverty is a crime. No, that's that's for the other show. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Good, yeah, but save,
0: save it for the little sister big episode.
1: They did finally admit that there is poverty in stony brook
0: yeah. yeah that's great i'm looking forward to digging into that first i'd love to introduce the show oh no the alligators i, I want to try out that catchphrase too okay you want to try it out with me yeah want to play around in, with that a little bit
1: five four three
0: oh, oh no, no the alligators, the alligators.
1: and I, I your timing was off okay but i feel like that's just a that's a remote thing yeah.
0: yeah 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 i'm not sure we're gonna get it perfect but what do you it's think what, right you
1: like it no i don't like it and i don't know what it means that's what they say in no the i remember it <laughs> i remember you, it from the book i just don't think it means anything it's it's these kids go see a movie her
0: little sister who looked about three sat near her squirming with excitement when are you gonna open the presents hannah she kept asking Open mine first. Most of the other kids were running around yelling a phrase from the movie they'd just seen. Oh no, not
1: the alligators. They oh, shrieked. No, not the alligators. And that's not what we said at all.
0: No. But
1: <laughs> I and so you wanted to test out a new catchphrase that you invented.
0: <laughs> well, I think I don't wanna I don't wanna ruin a thing that's already good, but right. I think if I saw some alligators, I would be more likely to say, Oh no, the alligators? Right. Then oh no, not the alligators. No no,
1: not the alligators.
0: Don't you think? What movie do we suspect they saw? I looked up alligator movie nineteen ninety four. Nothing. Nothing. I looked up uh, Mortal Kombat comes out in ninety five. Oh. And that and has a guy called Reptile. Reptiles in it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they got like a special like pre screening of the
1: first oh, no. Mortal Kombat. Maybe she's dying. Who? The little girl whose birthday it was. Okay. In that scene. Yeah. And it's like a make a wish kind of thing. Oh, God. Where she was like, oh, my daughter's...
0: Oh, and her wish is what your wish... And
1: I want want her to see Mortal Kombat, the motion picture, before she dies. Her her
0: last wish has been this.
1: (laughs) Mortal Kombat! Oh, no. Not the alligators. It's still a stretch, though, because... Reptile is not an alligator. No. So. Reptile is just a palette swap of um, Scorpion. Yeah. And Sub Zero. And Sub Zero. He's the green one. Get over here. No, that's, sub, that's Scorpion. Okay. I don't know what Reptile says. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Reptile tears off his mask and he's got a lizard face. Yeah. Whereas when Scorpion tears off his mask, he has a skull. Right. A scary skull okay well scorpion yeah shoots a like harpoon out of his hands i've played mortal Kombat. you know what i've seen the movie okay expert expert what does reptile do it's it's probably tongue i think it's his tongue like yoshi yeah yeah um i don't know what it's
0: from i don't know any movie that had alligators in it in 1994 okay i'm not gonna
1: look it up i'm gonna do the responsible thing and i'm not gonna look it up okay what about if we introduce her show Okay, I I thought we already were, and then you introduced a new catchphrase. I know, and I wanted
0: to play around with it, see if it could be part of our intro. That's why I introduced it before I introduced the show. It doesn't seem like it could be. I don't think we have enough context for it, but now
1: that it's in the ether. What if we play the Mortal Kombat theme? So we'll do something similar, related. We'll play the Mortal Kombat theme song, and Mm. when the voice comes in and yells, Mortal Kombat, we will yell. Oh no babysitter's club mystery club
0: it's a it's just a stretch because i'm I'm not sure that we've proven beyond a shadow of the doubt that oh no, not the alligators is something that these eight year old kids are screaming at reptile from a movie that would come out a year later because
1: they're make a wish kids. I don't think we've proven it without beyond. a shadow of a doubt, yeah, but I think we've gone we've brought it to like the 85 yard line yeah yeah we're almost there right yeah we, we could kick a field goal
0: from here right yeah um and so, also that's that is not how football works because you you start counting down again once you get to 50 so there's there is no 85 yard line
1: uh, okay yeah huh yeah so, so has, we brought it to the 15 yard line f- 15 yard line of there's the, no 85 of
0: the opposing team huh yeah
1: okay okay <laughs> <laughs> not the alligators
0: so. <laughs> yeah tanner what about if we introduce the oh show? i meant
1: oh, okay. i meant um when i said football i meant i guess you call it soccer okay yeah
0: no yards in soccer at all so uh meters okay yeah we brought it to that 85 line. meter line great right nailed it hi hi and why why <laughs> and welcome
1: to the babysitter's club club, club mystery club. club and now do i hit no that's i can't just remember what where we landed it's on... one no we've hey, done i it... have an idea i have an idea no. and it's just it's coverage let's just get the coverage let's no. get the b-roll let's take it from the top one more time no we no, no let's do it we have to and i'm gonna get it right this time and it's just this... coverage hi hi and why why and welcome to the babysitter's club club,
0: club. mystery mystery club
1: i'm jack it's coverage Shepard. it's coverage great I'm Tanner
0: Greenring. I and and I have a I have like this spidey sense for exactly how many episodes were allowed to do the intro five times, and we hit I, we hit our quota on the last one.
1: We're just doing, you know, what this is then? What? It's
0: coverage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jack Shepard. You're Tanner, Tanner Greenring.
1: Green and every week we talk
0: about a new mystery in the Great Babysitters Club mystery cycle by Anne mystery. Martin, the great mystery herself, this week, we're going to be discussing a novel that we have both recently read called Babysitter's Club Mystery, number 14, Stacy and the Mystery at the Mall. It's a crime mall.
1: It's a crime mall. It's a crime town. Yeah. Poverty is not a crime, but there is poverty in the town. Do we want to begin with the recaps of the books? Yes. Or do we want to just go ahead and throw up our review right now? On mm. the iBook yeah. store. Okay,
0: let's throw up a quick review on what do you think? Oh, I guess we could do recaps and then review it. No, let's okay. review no, it. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. We want the Riddle babies to have some idea of the plot so that they can kind of join us on the review journey. I love it.
0: Okay. All right. So I'm gonna recap the book, then you're gonna recap the book. Um which one?
1: Which which when we do it, mm-hmm. do I get to play Sixty no. Second Burger Run? when no you get to play yes. 60
0: second burger run when I recap the book when I do 60 seconds do which i'm not to today today I have this
1: mysterious clock oh he's doing things with his hands riddle babies it's it's mesmerizing <laughs> I don't know where to look and I'm frankly him oh he's doing the orb he's doing the rave orb thing where he's yeah. got like a little orb in his hands yeah and, and a rave and I'm gonna put 60 seconds on it Yes, um, and on the orb? On the I, rave
0: orb? You're saying the right things, but in the wrong way, and I can't okay. I can't help you. It is an orb, but it's also not an orb. It's a mysterious clock. I'm going to put 60 seconds on it, but before I do that, I would like to describe this novel to you um, with a, a little paragraph that I put together of words. Um, that you wrote. That I wrote. Okay, that we'll and if all, you didn't write it, yeah.
1: what you're doing is called plagiarism, and that's at, crime. And theft. Yeah. And you go to jail for it.
0: But I did write it. And you'll know okay. that I wrote it because as you listen to it, you will see that it is both about this novel and contains the names of many of the people who were in this novel. So, of course I wrote it. Ready? Great. Yep. <sighs> Do you want me to play music? Uh-huh. Good. Okay. And. A Connecticut rent-a-cop gets her moment to shine during the SMS project work program when a bunch of teens stage a coup at the local shopping mall in this comedy starring King of Queens's Christy Thomas. Christy Thomas is a single suburban daughter attempting to make ends meet by working as a mall security guard. She's actually,
1: it's not, she's not, I just, you, there's a mistake and I want to say she's not single. She's um, in a complicated relationship with Bart Bashir. Okay. You're right. All right, that's a reason.
0: That was worth interrupting. Can I start again? Yes. Will you promise not to interrupt me again?
1: Unless you say something inaccurate. Yeah, yes. okay,
0: great. That's that's the deal. A Connecticut rent-a-cop gets her moment to shine during the SMS Project Work Program when a bunch of teens stage a coup at the local shopping mall in this comedy starring King of Queens's Christy Thomas. Christy Thomas is a suburban daughter in a complicated relationship, on again, off again, with Bart Bashir. Attempting to make ends meet by working as a mall security guard. And she takes her job very seriously. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for the shoppers she deals with on a daily basis. That all changes the day that thieves take over the mall and start taking hostages, including Christy's best friend, Stacy. Realizing that no one knows the mall better than the woman who's paid to guard it, Christy mounts her metaphorical segue and speeds to the rescue. Babysitter's Club Mystery, number fourteen, Stacy and the Mystery at the Mall.
1: Yeah, that all sounded good. Thank you. I'm curious what you mean by metaphorical segue. Uh it's just a turn of phrase. Huh. It, I've like, never heard it. Well, she like rushes rushes
0: to the rescue. It's like Im- right. imagine you're like a mall cop. Uh-huh. And if you were rushing to the rescue, it's like ru- like if you were a cowboy. Yeah, you would get on your metaphorical am horse. I, uh,
1: am I a cowboy or am I a mall cop?
0: Yeah, no, I'm kind of losing this the thread here a little bit. So it's it's just a way of saying that she like she rushes in.
1: She rushes in. Okay. Yeah,
0: but it, uh, in in this case, on a metaphorical segue.
1: I don't think they're known for being very fast or metaphorical. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I, but they could f- faster than a human, and it's 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 the uh, it's the the of authority. what human. Usain Bolt. I think that probably... I don't know how fast they go, actually.
1: Okay. Well... 10 or Google's... How... Okay. Max speed of... Segway. Is... 12.5 miles an hour. How fast is Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt top speed is... 27.8 miles per hour. Okay. So... Imagine a
0: 13-year-old girl running into the scene of a crime at half the speed of Usain Bolt, the fastest person ever. That's yeah. pretty good. And that's exactly the metaphor that I wanted to convey.
1: And I Average think I nailed it. man running speed. I run about seven miles an hour. A sprint is 15 miles an hour. Yeah, but you can't sustain that. So even even an average man sprinting mm-hmm. is going to hit about 15 miles an hour. Okay. Well, then she doesn't rush
0: in. She's being cautious. And, that, and that's the metaphor I wanted. Okay. Also, Paul And Blarp, that's the metaphorical
1: mall carp. Mal carp. Paul Blart mall carp. Did you say?
0: As a segue. I'm also, not familiar. Okay. But that's maybe what came to mind.
1: Tanner, do you want to you describe the book? Yes. Okay. This is my favorite part.
0: <laughs> Okay, good. I get to play 60 second burger run. No, no, you don't. No. What? It's also not that good of a game. I did play it once and it's pretty bad. But I do have this mysterious clock. I'm going to pull 60 seconds out of the ether and put them into time itself. Will you
1: do me a favor while you're doing it? Mm. Will you do the orb the entire time? I think it'll be distracting for you. uh, Just so I have something to focus on? No, focus on... It's like my totem. No, focus on. You doing the orb, the rave orb is my totem. No, I won't. That's actually
0: the first time I've ever not agreed to do the rave orb when someone has asked me to do it. (laughs)
1: Because you are really good at it.
0: And I love to do it. (laughs) I spent a lot of time as a teen learning how to do that, just practicing endlessly in front of the mirror how to do the rave orb.
1: And it's just. You've said several things that you've practiced endlessly in front of a mirror now. Mm -hmm. One of them was being empathetic oh yeah like practicing like saying how regretful you were that someone's mom died
0: i practice saying i'm so sorry
1: so now i now i picture you like doing the (laughs) rave warp while you're like apologizing to yourself yeah kill two
0: birds with one stone (laughs) Mm 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 i'm so sorry (laughs) Mm it's good
1: good stuff 60 seconds starting now oh um no you threw me off uh there's a new short text class where everyone has to go to the mall and get jobs and all the girls in the babysitter's club go to the mall and get jobs. Christy's a security guard. Uh, Stacy works at a toy shop. Claudia works at the art shop. Marianne works at the dog shop. Mal works at the bookstore. Jesse works at the movie theater. Uh, Logan works at the burrito place. And they figure out that there's a rash of shoplifting and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. And then some teens get in trouble for the shoplifting and get sent to jail um, and, but the shoplifting doesn't stop and like little home goods keep going missing but also expensive electronics and they figure out that uh, they do some sleuthing and they figure out that uh, maybe there's someone living in the mall uh, but it doesn't explain why all the expensive electronics are going missing. So they talk to the mall owner and they say, oh, can we start a daycare? And he says, yes. Uh, and then it turns out that he's stealing all the electronics and there is a family of children living and in the mall. And Time.
0: I thought that was great, honestly. I thought you did a really fantastic job. I threw you off at the beginning. I threw you a curveball, and you took a big swing at it and hit a
1: inside-the-park home run. I didn't. The reason the mall owner was stealing everything was to pay for a number of promised debts, like the daycare center.
0: Yeah. um, He's a complicated character, this guy, Ted Morton. He seems, uh, he seems nice. He's like a nice guy. He's and- like a nice...
1: Th- grand larceny yeah
0: and that's how stacy solves the crime in the end she's like and also he threatens like, children they're like he couldn't do it he couldn't have done it he's so nice and then stacy's like ah, that's it he's too nice he can't say no to anything so he keeps saying yes to bad business ideas and th- then he got in debt and then he also is like blackmailing these homeless children i yeah, don't think threatening that's nice homeless Stacey. children
1: which isn't nice
0: Yeah, Uh, the homeless children are reunited with their mother, but it doesn't look like uh, they necessarily have a great life. Let's just be honest, because their mom got sick and the the aunt was supposed to take care of them and did, and then just never showed, and so they went and lived in the mall. um, For weeks. For weeks, Um, and only stealing to survive.
1: Right, like Aladdin.
0: Yeah, Uh, the teens, listen, I'm in favor of... Chaotic good. I am a Kantian. And oh, I yes. believe in a deontological view of justice and morality. So you think their so hands I think should get cut off. The children, the homeless children, should be put in the same dungeon with the teens and Ted Morton himself and the key right. thrown away. Right. Same crime, do the same time. That's what I think. Yep. But. Um, the teens were worse and and worse crimes and uh, they were bad and they shouldn't have stolen the.
1: The teens the stuff. were committing uh, what I would say is fun crimes. Yeah, well, they were doing it for the thrill of
0: the theft. Yeah, a lot of theft, and they were so sullen about it when they got caught. Right, and who was the guy in the face mask?
1: Holy shit. That, uh, can Ted I redo Morton. this?
0: Uh, we have to do a review, but can I redo the scariest scene of yeah. any babysitters club book? I assume
1: it was Ted Morton. So scary. Maybe I don't not. know.
0: I think it was people he hired. This is from Stacy's point of view. Uh
1: war- scare warning. Scare warning. Scare warning. If you are prone to pants pissing, if you are a pregnant lady, yeah. if you are epileptic. Uh-huh. Do epileptics have seizures when they're scared? I'm not sure if any if any of the little babies even are epileptic if, if you're in a public
0: place and you don't want people to hear you scream
1: or see you pee, pee your pants. Yeah, right.
0: Fast forward. Ooh, I think this is going to take me about 30 seconds. Ready? Okay. I moved a carton Two, of Legos aside three, to check behind four, it and there five, on the shelf was a six, big case. Don't
1: seven, count. Do eight, not count. You burn in time because you told them 30 seconds. OK, well, c- count. Internal. So now we have to wait until that thirty seconds is up. Now because now we have to warn them again. Okay, do you think it's so? You may as well shoot the shit for another fifteen seconds. Okay, how's um
0: how's it been going lately? Your baby
1: coming. It's out It's bad, man. The, like all I do is work my ass off on this show and at work, and my weekends is just making this fucking room ready for the baby. Wow.
0: Well, it's gonna get way easier when the baby comes because, um, you know, you, you can all just like relax and shoot the shit, and like you, you get a lot of sleep, and you uh, don't have to spend. I don't sleep the...
1: now. I don't sleep now. So yeah. frankly, I don't know what the difference is gonna be. It's, uh, screaming. Well, whatever. Like uh, that's fine. And uh, so, so little babies. Back. What? Here's uh, what happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we um, got in an argument and just kind of talked through that thirty seconds um and and we didn't read the scare the scary. Part we
1: realized yet. that we weren't going to be able to get it in yeah. because we did get in a little bit of a tiff. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. start now. Yeah. And, and so, when I say go, yeah, Jack will have 30 seconds. And you'll count quietly and not out loud. I won't count out loud. Great. Okay. And I now- have a question actually. Okay. Do you want to just take 60 seconds? But what if we say
0: what if it only takes 30 seconds and then they say something like then we say something really fucking
1: cool or funny at the end of I it, wouldn't be saying anything cool or, or funny it. because I would be midway oh, through here's a, game, what we'll do. a 60 here's second what we'll do. burger run.
0: I'm going to say 60 seconds.
1: Okay, perfect. Great. You play a 60
0: second burger run. And then if we say something cool or funny, we'll tell folks but it to but back it takes up
1: like less than 60 seconds, we'll tell folks to back up. Yeah, I think most modern podcaster apps have like a back 15 second. Perfect. Okay ready scary put scary music now it's playing okay
0: i moved a carton of legos not yet not yet not yet Game okay. hasn't loaded. great that's awesome thanks for in thanks for that. five four three i moved a carton of legos aside to check behind it and there on the shelf was a big case of the dolls i was looking for i grabbed it and pulled it down intending to open it on the floor and take one out just then i heard a noise behind me and i turned around quickly Standing between me and the door to the store was a man. A man in a dark red ski mask that completely covered his face. Oh! I began to say. My heart had jumped into my throat and my knees felt weak. Don't say a word! The man interrupted me in a brusque voice. He ran toward me and for a second I thought I was going to pass out. But then he pushed by me and ran out the back door of the stockroom, the one that leads into the mall. He ran silently, I guess because he was wearing sneakers along with his blue
1: jeans and a light blue shirt. Pulling off his mask, as he went out the door. Scary. Oh, spooked. So scary, except we still have about 10 seconds left. So So I'll say something else scary. Okay. Um, I think Watson is into smelling rodents. Okay, and that's time. And that's time. (laughs) Great. I just can't crack level six on this fucking game. uh, Let's do our review. Okay, perfect. Great. And are you loading up iTunes, or would you like me to? You did it last time. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and I have to put my iTunes password in,
0: and it is. I'll read you this passage that this. I, I happen to have in front of me while you're doing that. A while ago, there was an article in the paper about the mall. Something about how it was in financial trouble, maybe even on the verge of going bankrupt. It never happened, so I forgot about it. But if something was wrong, maybe Mr. Morton was involved. I smell a rat, as Watson
1: would say, said Christie, yep. This is definitely something to check out. Oh, wow, this one has so this one has a review. Oh, really? Great. This book is rated five stars and mm-hmm. it has one customer review. Very good by Heart Games! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Cool. January 26, 2019. Kind of stole Loved th- it. Th- Loved it. It's thunder. a great mystery. I gonna say, I find that review helpful. Yeah, that is helpful. Okay. And I'm going to write a review. Okay. So I have an impulse that I hope you'll follow me on. Okay. I'm going to rate it 4 stars. Okay. Not because I didn't like it. I did like it a lot and I thought mm-hmm. it was very fun and gripping. We can't rate all of these 5 stars cuz they we can't they, rate them all 5. Some stars. are better than others. This was a 5-star book. Yeah. But it's a Stacey book. But Stacey was good in it. No. Stacey's Stacey's, Stacey's an flawless automatic in this novel. Okay. She's a Stacey's flawless queen in this novel. Listen to me. Stacey's an automatic minus 1 star every time.
0: Okay, well, you should... Say, we'll have to say that in our review.
1: Rating it four uh, stars. B- but
0: I also want to mention that, despite that fact, she is a flawless queen in this novel.
1: Title. Uh, yeah. Despite the four-star rating, Stacey is a flawless queen. Okay. In this novel. hmm Okay, review. Mm-hmm. Don't let the four-star rating... Don't let the four-star rating fool you. This was a very good book. The only reason we've decided to give it four stars instead of five is because we don't like Stacy. Okay. And then do you have anything to add? Um, despite the fact that she is a flawless queen in this novel.
0: We don't like Stacy despite the fact that she is a flawless queen in this um, I don't want to spoil the mystery, but the mystery is that the mole is a crime mole. Maybe that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Okay, i put so that I'll right. Put it in it.
1: all caps. Spoiler alert: This mall is a crime crime mall. Yeah. Okay, and then when I saw the 1986 American science fiction comedy horror film mm-hmm. Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, cho- chopping, chopping mall. Chopping mm-hmm. mall. I assumed I was experiencing the pinnacle in mall-based thrillers okay. but boy was i ever wrong yep stacy and i'm gonna i'm gonna so this is i'm gonna get a little colorful here okay and i hope you join me on this okay and if you don't give me notes that's fine i'm open to notes. i've only i've got one only one
0: note that i one more addition i trust you I have only one more addition that I want to add my imprimatur on this thing. I want to end it with a cool sign off that's like, wake up and smell the something. Okay.
1: Let me get this last sentence out. And we'll uh, we'll figure that out together. Stacy and the mystery of the mall, question mark, exclamation point, at the mall. Thank you for the note. More like Stacy and the mystery uh, at, of, at, at the mall. M A U L. Because when you finish this pulse pounding mystery, you're going to feel like you've been attacked by a tool designed for bashing with a heavy head. At the end of a sturdy handle. Like a mace? Yes. (laughs) Um, Sincerely, Tanner and Jack, P.S. Wake up and smell the... And you want this in all caps? Yeah. Wake up and smell the... What? Cinnabon? That's funny. Rodent? Because of Watson. I just think he's into smelling rodents. I'll, here's what I'll put. Cinnabon yeah. slash rodents. Does that make sense, though? I think if they've read the book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> great. Good. And then period. We love this one. Yeah.
0: we Yeah, we love this one. <laughs> great. Submit. Submit. That
1: seems great. Fantastic.
0: fantastic submitted review submitted
1: little babies head yeah. to itunes head to the ibook store well I'll uh, po- yeah find I'll, our review and market, give is it a, market is helpful and i will also post this on goodreads follow
0: me on goodreads why well, I, I don't know why this is like this is like the worst ploy in the world for me to get more goodreads followers which is not a useful or meaningful <laughs> thing to have in any way but you know there you go yeah cool all right well the review submitted okay great fantastic now what do we do that's it right yeah maybe this is just a short one
1: okay uh, i've been tanner Greenring. i've been jack shepherd wake up and smell the cinnabon i'm going to make sure that your review last week actually went up um
0: it may not because it, it did last t- when i submitted it didn't have enough
1: no it did it did it went up yep
0: did you mark it as helpful I will do so now. Great. Has anyone else marked his help?
1: No. Weirdly. Okay. Or I don't
0: know if I can actually see that. But yeah. Okay. Well, it is helpful. It was helpful. Um, let's let's dive into this, man. Do you want? Here's here's what I can do. Here's a way into this. Did you this week, Tanner, have a smile for miles? Um,
1: I did. You smile for miles this week? I can look. I can look to see if something made me smile for miles. Did, and did you have like a, I don't know, maybe like a gothic poem or something to introduce the segment with? Nope. Well then, no, I didn't. Okay. Um... Why are you whispering? You should be yelling. That's right, guys. I'm smelling Ellen. No, that's not. <coughs> I'm smiling for Ellen. No, I'm smelling Ellen. Why should you be? What rhymes with smiling? No, this we don't do this. We don't do this. I almost tricked you into writing a poem with me. Buckle in. It's been a while. We're reading Ellen. So it's time to smile. Time to smile.
0: Okay, listen. Um, I had a moment where Ellen Miles made me smiles. Mine's scary. I have a scary moment. Okay. And it is it Ellen? Does it Ellen Miles made you scared? Yeah. Okay. So you have a frowns for downs. Frowns like. for downs. I have a frowns for downs. Well, let me do my smiles for miles. Or do you want to scare him first and then cheer him up? No much, poems. No poems. Uh,
1: much like the haunting that Hill box house. of hounds, I am terrified this week with frowns for death. Great.
0: You're breaking our rule. But Much
1: it, like the haunting no, box no. of Baskerville Hounds, great. I find myself with terrified by
0: Ellen's frowns for death. Great. Very good. I loved it. It was great. I'm glad that we're doing this thing. that is just it's and strictly... Now you Fucking forbidden. No, we and scare them. We scare him, then we smile them. Oh, we scare them first. Yeah, because then you want us. You want what? Do you, what do? You, which would you prefer? Get, get a smile and then get spooked out of your fucking mind, or somebody scares you and then cheers you up? That's a good point. Yeah. Scare warning. Yeah. Just fast forward
1: how long? Honestly, fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. Starting now. Logan Bruno, one of our associate members and the only boy in the club. Oh fuck. Okay. Fuck. Okay. I didn't start in the right spot. I have to like go back a little further and get a little context. Okay, well, there's
0: only three seconds left, so we're going to have to tell them. Hey, okay. uh, it's 15 seconds later, um,
1: and we, I didn't we start up. yet. We fucked up. So we're going to need another 15, 15. seconds uh, yeah. starting now. I found the other members of the BSC already by the fence. Christy Thomas, carrying a baseball bat, was talking to Logan Bruno, one of our associate members and the only boy in the club. Logan was <laughs> holding his girlfriend Mary Ann Spears' hand. <laughs> oh, where was Marianne? What happened to the rest of her? <laughs> that's horrifying. Uh, what did you do to her, Logan? And is that 15 seconds?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. I guess we can't talk about it more. We can't really discuss it. That's further, the mystery at this
1: mall. Jesus. Right. Oh, I missed that. That's so frightening. And she comes back. Like Marianne comes back in the book later, and there's no other mention of her hand. That's even scarier. She's just like...
0: Missing a fucking appendage and has right. nothing to say about it. She doesn't even notice. So it's that's like a, my
1: scary France Downs. It's like a episode of Saw. Right. It's like an episode of Saw, the hit TV show. The Saw episodic TV show. And then Saw. you had a smiles from miles. Yeah.
0: This okay. We've scared you. Now we're gonna smiles you. Um, so don't fast forward. Because I'm gonna. No. 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 Everyone's okay. gonna want to smiles. Don't fast forward. If you got scared, we're gonna smile to you. And if you didn't get scared, we're gonna smile to you. Everybody fucking right. wins. Ready? Everyone wins. Okay. What were they talking about? Project work. Project work is. Uh, you it's know the what? It's short the takes, takes is. We've had short takes before. They did one before where it was like a like, I don't know, math or something. I can't remember the short takes. But uh, it's like a weird thing that SMS does. Practical and, math, yeah, was and, like
1: the one they did right before. Mall and there was park.
0: one whole book that was about <laughs> short takes. Anyway, the, uh, this one is project work, and what it means is they, they all go work for free somewhere. I don't know what the mall at yeah. the mall. What were they talking about? Project work, of course. Everybody was excited about it, and everybody had ideas and dreams about what they might like to do. Jesse and Mal were talking about working at a riding stable. They both love horses. And Christy and Logan were trying to figure out whether they could play ball at Shea Stadium. They're both big Mets fans. Marianne was saying something about running a country inn, and Claudia was talking about working as a guide at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Whoa, hold it, I said. These are supposed to be local jobs, aren't they? Sure, said Claudia, giggling, but we can dream, can't we? We're just fooling around. Well, in that case, I said, I think I'd like to be president of the Gap. Claudia grinned. Does that mean your best friend will get a discount? She asked. (laughs) We would all be together again in just a few hours for our Friday BSC meeting. The baseball player, the museum guide, the innkeeper, the stable workers, and the president of a huge clothing chain. What a crew. What a crew. (laughs) I
1: liked that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> President, of President, President of the of gap. President of the gap. Fall into the gap. Um Desert. instead they
0: end up coming Swing up. Swing dancers. A very bad business, which we are going to talk about
1: after uh this short break. Very quickly. Yeah. If you had to do a project work short taste class at your mall that you live by growing up, which store would you want to work at? Uh, that's easy Pacific
0: Sunware. <laughs> 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 Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And yourself? EB Games. <laughs> cool, two cool dudes. Um, all right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. Share this with a friend, one like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff too. I will be praying all night. I would use today's sponsor, betterhelp.com. Of course, I can't. I am evil Tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com. It's called worsehelp.com. It's not good, but I think betterhelp.com is great from everything I've heard. I'm wondering if, so we've read how many of these books now? What are we on? Mysteries? Yeah. This is number 14. 14. Yeah. We've read 14 of these books now. hmm Tell me if you've, think back. Okay, thinking back. Have you heard of a character in these mystery books, in all 14 of these mystery books, called Pete Black? I, I couldn't say. No, you haven't. couldn't say. Yeah. Let me read this passage to you. Okay. People, people, please settle down. Mr. Schubert had finished passing out our papers, and he was standing in front of the room trying to get our attention. Everybody was comparing papers and talking excitedly about how much money they'd made or lost in the stock market. This boy, Pete Hayes, was joking about how there should be one last topic in math for real life called how to file for bankruptcy. Huh. So you've got this charismatic, funny young man called Pete Hayes. Quick on his fucking feet. In class with Stacy. Good jokes. And and meanwhile, we haven't heard of Pete Black in fourteen books. I've gotta say, of all of the Riddle
0: Babies you presumably know that these books are set in a parallel but adjacent universe. Yes to the babysitter's main canon books. Yes. Of all of the subtle changes. That Anne has made and Ellen has made in this parallel universe from the main canon, this one is the hardest to swallow. Pete Black was a perfect creation, and we can't even do a song for Pete Hayes. That's like AC/DC. What would it be? Oh, Purple Haze. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's actually cool. Should we? That's good. How, I don't, how do you sing it?
1: Purple Haze. Purple Haze
0: that's great okay yeah Yeah. That was purple rain okay you did a bad job so <laughs> how I think how it's does
1: just purple haze go
0: it's just like a so a pretty uh a, a pretty guitar oh you it's say a lot of guitar but you can say excuse
1: me while I kiss this guy kiss this guy which guy Pete, uh, Pete Hayes oh okay yeah P- so Pete Pete Hayes Pete yeah. no see okay anyway
0: We'll work on it. Uh, so the Baby Series Club mysteries take place in a parallel but adjacent universe, and Pete Black is Pete Hayes in these books.
1: I have another one, too. There's okay. another person who is close to the Our Universe equivalent of that person, but okay. not quite there. Who? Miriam leaned over Christy's shoulder to look at a magazine she was reading. There's Cam Geary, she said. Doesn't mm. he look gorgeous in that blue shirt? Mm-hmm. Blue is his favorite color, you know. Mary yeah. Marianne has had a crush on Cam Geary for a long time. She's always telling Logan that he looks just like Cam. Is that why you bought Logan a blue shirt? Christy asked. She's trying to no! exclaimed Mary blushing. Well, maybe that was partly why, but blue also happens to be Logan's favorite color, too. I, Stacy, picked up another magazine. Cam's okay, I said, but he's kind of young. I like older guys, like Steve Matthews. I showed my friends a poster-sized pullout of a guy with dark hair and deep brown eyes. Hmm. Steve Matthews, I suspect, is the Babysitter's Club mystery equivalent to Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> so you think So that- now we have these doppelgangers for both Pete Black and Dave Matthews. Of the Dave Matthews band.
0: Yes. So what you're suggesting is that in this fan scene that they're reading, which is called Number One Fan, yeah, <laughs> it's just a magazine about like it's not about a kind of thing; it's a, just about being a fan.
1: Being a fan, yeah, yeah.
0: It's for people who are fans. I'm a fan, but and so it's for teen girls, and it has heartthrobs like fourteen-year-old singer slash actor Cam Geary. Cam Geary, yep, and. Dave Dave Matthews, Matthews. From the Dave Matthews from the band. Dave Matthews
1: band. Yeah, okay. Yep. Good. 1994? Yeah. Uh like
0: right right before Under the Table and Dreaming was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the so, so kind of just like just around the time that was before the time that anyone knew what the Dave Matthews Band was, and like no, no, like, they've had hits. They just, had that
1: one about I drink too, too much, just before I drink too out. much, too much. Okay, this is not excuses. When did too much? I see you googling. Yeah, I'm
0: googling. Uh, do you want to sing a song about me googling? or <sighs>
1: All around me have familiar faces. Jack Googles. Jack Googles. You know what? Our fucking fans used to like write and record themselves singing songs for our fucking podcast. Yeah, how come all the time no one's done that And in They a haven't while. done it in a long time. Maybe because we don't use them enough. Maybe because we don't sing anymore. Thank God. On September 20th,
0: 1994, Dave Matthews' band released their debut studio album Under the Table and Dreaming, featuring their first commercial hits, What Would You Say? <laughs> Satellite and Ants march Whoa! What would you say? Okay. All right. so it is Dave Matthews. Nailed it. In this universe, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a real little piece Steve of minutia. <laughs> Riddle, babies. But you can tell your friends now that In the alternate universe of the Babysitter's Club Mysteries, Dave Matthews is represented by a guy called Steve Matthews. Steve Matthews, and he's a heartthrob. Uh,
1: Let's see. I want to talk about the Ah! business. Jesus. (laughs) I dropped a beer, and then I decided to just open it and try to drink it. And, of course, it sprayed everywhere. Okay. Go
0: ahead. I want to talk about the business that they start and how bad it is. I also kind of want to. I don't know that we. I felt like we glossed over. I we talked about it. These these homeless kids are living in the mall. Yes, and they are the the embezzling head of the mall, Ted Morton. Morton discovers them, but they at the same time discover that he's trying to bring the mall back from bankruptcy by, by stealing, stealing high-end electronics expensive items from all of the stores in the mall and then i guess fencing them or whatever yeah it, i also
1: think maybe the teen thieves were under his oh uh, that's un that's cuz there is a moment where they i th- this is like justified in the text there is yeah. a moment where like christy is like reviewing the cuz she works at like the security desk oh my God. and she's reviewing yeah. the footage and she's like no mr morton's clear the only footage we have of him is like talking to a bunch of teens one day
0: yeah a vigilante Christie is my favorite Christie. Yeah. she really she she's like the fucking punisher in this book
1: yeah she's, she's like paul blart mall cop
0: oh i haven't seen that one or heard yeah. of it um she like she takes to the like weird authoritarian
1: like she, oh, she's like judge dread Oh, she is like Judge Dredd, and the mall is like City Seventeen. Like she finds the fucking teens, and she. What does Judge Dredd say?
0: Uh, I am the law. I think Judge Dredd says that he's the judge, jury, and executioner. And yeah. the thing about Judge Dredd is that it was created as a uh, parody and send up of authoritarian nightmare regimes. But everybody just really liked it, and I and thought it was cool. Yeah, and
1: um, two in two thousand AD right? Yeah. Is that the name of the yeah. weird British I read, like, zine? I read Judge Dredd as a, as a it was like one of the first comics that I ever read. You and I went to go see the um, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Keith what's that guy's name? He played McCoy in the new Star Trek. Keith Urban. Yeah. No, Keith Urban is the country musician. Anyway, yeah. we went to go see the new Judge Dredd and it fucking owned. Yeah, it was fucking, it rocked. Yeah. Um, but uh, riddle babies but, check out that new judge dread movie it owned yeah check out the new judge dread
0: uh christy is just like she like gets in on this like sting operation i'm trying to where think where they what catch else. the
1: teens let's see
0: oh yeah check this check this out this is like after the scary moment that i read so if you were one of the people who fast-forwarded through the scary moment you'll just have to imagine what it was but something scary happened okay. to stacy this is christy that was a scary scary thought here was a possibly dangerous criminal wandering through the mall looking just like any other shopper. I felt someone rub my shoulder and glanced up to see Christy looking sympathetic and also very important, her security walkie talkie pressed to her ear. We'll get him, she said, <laughs> patting my shoulder again. Now she looked grim. I
1: promise you, we'll get him. Judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> Judge, jury, and executioner. She's like Robocop.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, it was a bad – I don't think that anyone thought their crimes through except the homeless kids who can be forgiven. They have fallen on hard times. The B-plot of this novel that kind of ties in with the A-plot is that
1: these girls are have a bad idea for a business. They have a bad idea for a business. I had an idea for a new segment that's kind of related to the B-plot. Okay. Which is called Tanner and Jack predict what they think the mystery is and how it will be solved oh that's pretty good actually by chapter 4 or whatever yeah. so we should
0: th- I love that and we should write it down that's what I've done early on okay yeah that's what uh, I've done I love it and um, that's if somebody wants to write a song for that
1: yeah and th- if someone wants that. to please write a song for the segment called Tanner and Jack try to guess the mystery yeah and maybe it's based on the Sarah McLaughlin song building a mystery <laughs> perfect <laughs> So I, I, here's my prediction. I yeah. predicted in chapter four, at the end of chapter four, mm-hmm. I read a passage, and my prediction was the following. Yeah. The shoplifters are unwitting children, and the solve will be to start a daycare or build a play place. <laughs> That's good. And I was so close cuz it wasn't unwitting children. So there's this one scene early on where like a boy is in the toy store that Stacy works at and he's like carelessly playing with toys cuz his mom had left him there to like yeah, keep himself occupied while she was shopping. Yeah. And like all the things that were going missing were like kid things. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, it's going to be like distracted children who are like walking out of stores without realizing that they're Yeah, like, I think
0: I that was broadly my guess. This is uh, sometimes it's so obvious and Sometimes, as in this case, the mystery was so fucking bonkers that there's no way that I would have guessed by Chapter 4 that the thievery was a combination of a gang of teens, an unrelated group of three homeless children sleeping in the mall at night, and a crooked mall owner trying to save the mall from bankruptcy by stealing high-end electronics. Right. That is but not, then, uh, that would not have been my guess.
1: It turns out that the girls do start a daycare center. Yeah, they do start a daycare so center. So I was so right, right on that, that one.
0: Uh, I think an- the
1: new segment, we have to guess. So these books are all 15 chapters long. Yeah. So I think we have to guess by the end of chapter five. And if I guess if we're right, do we get something? Maybe Baby Nation just has to riddle babies have to like tweet at our personal account and just say how much they admire us.
0: I don't know that we can force them to do that. But
1: yeah, if if we get it right. And it, and we just an honor
0: system on this. Okay, okay, okay. If we get it right, we get some kind of a treat that we get to do on the show. We'll figure out the prize later, but it's definitely going to be that. Good segment. We got it wrong this time. We didn't guess it, but they did create a business, and it is as tends to be the case with uh, the babysitters, another business that is all perceived value and no clear path to. Monetization. Yes. The center would be run as a co-op. Store owners who were interested in being part of it would get together to pay the rent each month, at least at first. Hopefully, once the center was running, it would make just enough money through fees charged to parents to cover the rent plus the salaries of the employees. The center wouldn't operate to make a profit. We agreed that the fees should be as low as possible so it would be affordable for everyone. Here's – a. I have a number of questions. Yes. I don't understand the – Time and resources commitment involved here. What don't these
1: girls have school? Yeah, and you're in school. This is a class that you're in.
0: And what? Why
1: would they do it if they're not making any money? Right. What
0: are they doing? What? What is this socialist
1: kind of thing? But what? What? I don't know. (laughs) Because they're also expecting these like mall owner, like these store owners at the malls, to (laughs) to like volunteer their time. And, and they're like, resources. why to, to so have a free people... daycare
0: center for the fucking
1: paying customers of the free. mall? It's not free, it's not free, yeah. But it's break, it's breaking even.
0: It's a fucking it's non, it's a
1: 501c3 nonprofit, right? What, like why, what, are, what, are, yeah, <laughs> breaking even, hopefully someday. Am I right? <laughs> please send us money, please send us money, <laughs> yeah. It's a bad business. I just, but it's not just a bad business. I, All right, Anti, I wanna, anti-socialist and no, like no. love, like fat cat capitalist, the Jack Shepard, like
0: uh, okay. Let me push back on down
1: that. with co-ops, up let with me push. like money grubbing. Okay, capitalist I understand businesses. what you're saying.
0: I understand what you're saying. Let me push back on it in a different direction and have you answer for something. Yes. Is is your idea, Tanner, of like of democratic socialism? Is your idea? And this is your platform: is giving mall shoppers ch- cheap daycare. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's what we should campaign on. I think we should give everyone cheap daycare. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's a very clever pivot. That's very <laughs> clever, and that's going to be popular. But what I'm, I'm in favor of
1: that. Yeah, I like. Cause it that. sounds like you're about to argue with it.
0: No, I don't want to argue with that, and I don't want to get political, but that sounds great. Free daycare for all. Fine. Fuck it. I'm promising it. So we're agreed. We're agreed. But what I'm cavilling at is this narrow view of it,
1: which is— You're worried that my democratic socialism is a bubble on a larger bubble that is a chauvinistic, capitalistic enterprise called the mall
0: yeah the washington
1: mall yes yes right and that that's for you i see your
0: your pilot
1: program be this yes.
0: let's like let's give it to the shoppers yes just during i see their time i the see the
1: why you're balking at it but yeah. i do think that <laughs> free or affordable daycare is ultimately <laughs> yeah good okay good so we bscc
0: podcast now has finally after years of fucking cleverly worming out of interview questions by like <laughs> like pivoting back to talking points now is on the record about free or universal daycare yes still a bad business idea for the girls I don't understand Wh- what's their role in it gonna be they're gonna and like eventually k- skip your school your and short takes is gonna end yeah. And then you're going to have to go back to class. When are they going to do it? I Are they just helping to set it up? Are they just middlemen? Because they go and talk to this guy, Ted, and he's like, yeah, of course. I'll give you half rent for the place that's going to be the daycare center. And that's his problem, is right. agreeing to shit like that is why he has to steal treadmills now from right. the fucking well, fitness he's making store. zero
1: rent on it right now, man. Like a glow-in-the-dark mini-golf place is going to move in. <laughs> yeah. <soon. laughs> um, it's a mess. And – they, like, fuck over poor Shannon Kilburn in- this week. Oh, yeah, Shannon Kilburn. Is, which yeah. is my... Oh, good. Oh, talk, thou art sick. A very good bird that stings you so right. A knife that doth her. It gets in your head, but oh, so soon it will cause me to call thee burn unit.
0: I loved it. It was a great reading. And it's our Burn of the Week. Your Burn of the Week is on Shannon Brewer. Oh, Jesus. On Shannon Kilborn. Shannon Brewer is the dog. Idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shannon Brewer is the dog. What a weird Freudian slip. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's the last paragraph of the book. Okay. Uh, Let's call Dawn right now. I want her to hear about the next Short Takes class. Maybe she'll come back home even sooner. And this is, this is from the harried and, like, stressed out and, like, bags under her eyes Shannon Kilborn for taking on literally every single babysitting charge yeah. while the girls were, like, solving mall mysteries. Yeah. Uh, what's the next class? Asked Shannon. Oh, it's a great one, I said. It should be totally fun and relaxing compared to project work, said Christy. What is it? Shannon asked again. Something everyone really needs after six weeks of project work, added Marianne. We all started to giggle, except for Shannon, who sat there looking bewildered. Soon we were all laughing so hard it was impossible to talk, but I finally managed to squeak out the words, stress reduction for teens. <laughs> <laughs> then I fell back into my bed, gasping for breath as my friends and I laughed more.
0: And that's Those are the last lines of the book, and... It-
1: I read that and assumed that Ellen was
0: also just like fucking losing it as she wrote it. <laughs> like she had sat there like up late at night on her Adderall. Yeah. Just desperately trying to like find a way to stick the landing on this one. Right. It's a complicated book, a, a complex web of criminality spread throughout the, the entire town of Stony Brook. And then she came up with that shit and she
1: was like, I. Like I, I did fucking it. nailed it. Yeah. Um I it was a burn on Shannon for like, you know, doing all that fucking extra work, and then these girls are like, Oh, we've just been hanging at the mall for two weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shannon's the one who needs the stress reduction. Yes. Um and short takes is weird. And what is it? What there nothing. It's nothing.
1: We um I had this. I had something like Short Takes class, and I think I've said this on the show before. Yeah. I had a class like Short Takes class in sixth grade when I was 12 years old where it was a rotation of classes where we'd bring in a guest instructor, Yeah. and one of them was called Bicycle Repair, Mm -hmm. where we learned how to repair a bicycle, and one of them was called Fishing Biology, where we learned fish biology. (laughs) And the guy who taught fishing biology was very handsome and started a flirtatious relationship with the attractive sixth grade teacher that all the 12-year-old boys had a crush on. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Fishing. But I feel like bicycle repair and fishing biology were not quite practical math and project work. There's Isn't there an
0: expression about teaching a fish to ride a bicycle? I don't know. Do so you want to sing the Google song? Yeah.
1: <gasps> All around me are familiar faces, Jack Googles, Jack Googles. He is Googling about fish riding bicycles, or maybe unicycles, and he's still Googling
0: Okay, so there there must be something, because I just I found something on something called squawkpoint.com. Sounds
1: and like the, fake news.
0: And the headline is, How to Change Behavior or Why Fish Don't Ride Bicycles. Yeah. So, it's come up before. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was written by the child of your bicycle repair teacher. And, and sixth the, grade teacher. And the fish biology teacher. Yeah. And then he started Squawk Point. Tanner... We are running low on time, but I would love to introduce a new segment, uh, not a new segment, a favorite segment that also begins with a gothic poem. If you'll indulge me, I think we both found this important passage.
1: Yes, I know the one you're talking about.
0: And I will begin to read the poem now.
1: (sighs) Add me another brick, my
0: dearest friend, to build a mausoleum all around this shriveled thing that's reached its natural end, and lower it at last into the ground. So strike the match and join me as we sing a glad cry to all of history's men. Let's warm our hands upon this funeral pyre and think on all the joys that life will bring and all the light we'll share together when we've put the patriarchy to the fire. It's our strike against the patriarchy. It's where we yes. talk about the uh, slow but steady dismantling of the patriarchy that takes place in these novels, and boy, oh boy, was another dent put in that great edifice this week. There's a
1: couple moments this week, actually, yeah. and I'll take the weaker so you can really like bring it home with the stronger. Okay, well, I've only got one, so... We talk some more about how to run the club during the six weeks of project work. We decided to meet once a week on Fridays. Shannon said she could answer the phone on Mondays and Wednesdays and take a lot of the early afternoon jobs on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Jesus. It looked Shannon it looked is as so though busy. We were all set, and that's my note. Look at this queen. Yeah.
0: She's juggling, so
1: busy juggling two careers. Yeah. Spying for juggling, the US government. Spying for the government. Debate club. And these girls are still ostensibly babysitting. Yeah. Sometimes, so and they're all juggling two careers. They're all juggling their education. Yeah, they're all still going to school. They're all doing multiple jobs. They're maintaining their friendships, their connections. Queens they're trying to bring the world
0: a little bit closer to our shared dream of universal daycare at malls or in general for, for cheap. Yes, queens, queens, yeah, queens. Yes, queens. Slay. Okay. Okay. Here's mine, and this one's going to, I think, shake you to your very core, because whether you like it or not, you are a member of the patriarchy. No, not me. Yes, yes. <laughs> not not all yes, me's. Yes, admitting it is the first step. Not all Not, all, not all me. <laughs> Good. Yes, all you, and sit back and listen to this, and just listen for once, Tanner,
1: to another man. <laughs> well, I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: what? Uh, <laughs> it's this great podcast where these two men well actually each other. <laughs> for once, You'll, you're really gonna love it.
1: <laughs> they have no uh, one to speak over, so they just speak over one another. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them feel at all inhibited. <laughs> Come on, do yours. <laughs> Let's not dig this hole any deeper. <laughs> no, in fact, we are going to dig this hole a little bit deeper
0: because I'm about to dig our graves. Get ready to climb into your grave. You ready? My patriarchy grave. Yes. Okay. I spent the next half hour putting together the dollhouse. Uh, Stacy works in a toy store. Yes. I spent the next half hour putting together the dollhouse. Sandy helped, and we had a great time. Just as I was setting the dollhouse father in the kitchen and the mother in the garage... This was a liberated doll family, I had decided.
1: April came over to take a look. <laughs> take that. Uh, man in the kitchen. Yeah. What are they
0: doing? What's she doing in the garage? Take she's probably fucking fixing the car. She could be doing anything. She's drinking a beer. You know what she's doing? You know what here's I'll tell you what she's doing. And this is here this is a strike against the fucking patriarchy. She told her husband who's cooking dinner that she's working on the boat. She's building a boat in there, but she's yeah. actually just sitting there and drinking a fucking Coors Light and kicking back and watching the fucking game. And, watching she's the, the game. and whenever she says I'm gonna go work on the boat, she's not. Yeah. Sometimes I tell Jamie I'm gonna go work on the boat. Do you? It yeah. doesn't work as well in Brooklyn. So I think she must assume you're.
1: <laughs> and I go wrong. into the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she's fooled? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I had a college roommate, and this yeah. is a very quick story, and I maybe have told it on the show before. Okay. I had a college roommate named Ryan who would routinely, I would say three times a week, as we were all hanging out in the in the communal space, we had like a the kind of dorm room where there's like a big open living room and then mm-hmm. there's two bedrooms on either side of the living room where yeah. four men slept, two in each room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were all hanging out in the communal living room, and Ryan would always come out and say, "Like, um, I think I'm going to go take a nap." <laughs> and then he would go into uh, his don't bother bedroom me. <laughs> and shut the door. Yeah, and be in there for about, I would S- say, twenty six to minutes. ten minutes. Yeah, and then after twenty minutes was up, he would always, 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 without fail, begin very loudly playing Bon Jovi's "Dead or Alive." <laughs> And then kind of like walk out like two minutes later, like, well, nap's over. <laughs> and I Whoa. like, I think he thought he was like getting one over on all of us. I mean, he's got me fold. <laughs> anyway, like so that's it. what this woman is doing in the garage. Yeah, she's that's masturbating. Good. I love it. Good. Um,
0: before we leave, Tanner, I'd like to read you this chilling passage. Speaking of cameras, said Mel I wish we'd had one at story hour today I thought I saw something weird happen But now I'm not so sure She told us about the blonde boy and girl And said that at one point during Tiki Tiki Tembo, which is a book they read She thought she saw the boy pick up And gobble down a pack of cookies That belonged to a little girl sitting nearby It wasn't a big deal And the girl didn't make a fuss So Mel thought maybe she'd been mistaken Still, it bothered her Ooh, said Christy, grinning Crime wave at story hour What will it be next? Crayon snatching? Puppet kidnapping?
1: And this is the puppet faction.
0: So in these mystery novels, we have a... Because it's an alternate universe, we have a different set of factions that are converging on Stony Brook, threatening its very existence than the factions that we know and love from the main canon. We know one of them is a skeleton faction, and we... Are beginning to suspect that one of them is a puppet faction or is in some way puppet masters, and it looks like they are now kidnapping. They're kidnapping kids. They're kidnapping children. Yes. The puppets. Yeah. So I think that's bad. And it's that's to a worry that's about. a law
1: enforcement official who said that.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah, that's That's uh Christy
1: Thomas Mall cop. Yeah, that's confirmed. Confirmed. The authorities have confirmed that yeah. puppets are kidnapping children. And she's grinning while she does
0: it. It just shows she's been on the job too long now. She's just inured to this shit. She gets a fucking thrill out of it. Well, because she wants to fight the crime. Judge, jury, executioner, executioner, Tanner, we're leaving. It's time. Time to go. Good night. Thank you for bearing with me. You're welcome. Baby Nation, Riddle Babies, thank you for bearing with us. Please do, if you haven't already, take a moment to go over to our Patreon and hit that subscribe button. Um, It's only $5 a month, and you get a whole new show about the Little Sister books, and it's good, and you will like it. And we are very grateful to the people who have already subscribed. We're having a lot of fun over there. Thank you for joining us, and if you haven't yet, pull the trigger. It's only $5 a month. And please
1: do excuse us while we kiss the sky yeah okay. all right i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna cut you off i thought thought you were gonna weigh in and say buy your merch which is what you're supposed to say but you just took the opportunity to sing a song please do buy our merch at bit.ly slash bscc merch lovingly designed by baby b john at fox the devil on twitter for now for now
1: and but maybe there's new merch coming maybe
0: there's new merch coming Who's to say? Who's to say? Rate and review us on iTunes, and please, maybe more importantly, go find our reviews of these novels on iTunes and mark them as helpful. Mark them as helpful. And yeah.
1: maybe even more importantly, yeah. excuse me okay. while no. I no. kiss this guy. Gotta... No. No. Okay. No. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. This week, Riddle Babies, we read a novel that was called Stacy
0: and the Mystery at the Mall. Next week, we're going to skip because it's too frightening.
1: Okay. Fine. Can I, I s- think? Should I say it? To be totally honest. Yeah. Next week we probably will skip because I will have a newborn. I doubt it. Maybe. I doubt it. Jamie's due one week from today. Honey, I've been
0: here. I've been here. Next week you're going to be like,
1: oh, baby's still not out yet. Well, not our baby.
0: Okay. I'm going to say it at but, uh, uh, scare warning. Scare warning. Scare warning. Next week we're going to be reading a book called Christy and the Vampires. Okay.
1: Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, and I'm not scared. Maybe that'll scare the baby out. And I'm not scared. But
0: have Jamie read it, or just tell uh, Jamie what we're reading. Tell uh, next week if if it's starting to get a little late and Jamie's just ready to for the baby to come out. Tell her what we're reading, "Christy and the Vampires."
1: Oh, oof! I don't want our baby to be born of fear. <laughs> Riddle babies. This week, I have
0: been Jack Alexander Shepard.
1: My name is Tanner Greenring. Claudia's wearing a bra now.
0: The way she talks, you would think that boys, boys had, had just, just been, been invented.
1: Invented. Oh, no, you know what she wants to do? She wants to find, like, the fucking den where there's, like... Oh, God. Kid heads and buckets. Oh, Christy. She's, like... She wants to, like... What Christy wants to do, she wants to walk into a room, and she wants there to be a million, like, pine tree air fresheners hanging from the ceiling. And she's going to, like, walk her way in, and she's going to find her way to the bedroom, and there's going to be a kid there who's, like, all shriveled up. Oh, God. And she's going to be, like, this sick fuck, like he's doing crimes based on the seven deadly sins <laughs> and this one is sloth and i can't believe he this puppet starved this kid to the uh. point where he's all shriveled up and killed him and then some like rookie cop's gonna lean in and be like oh i can't believe that the puppet killed this kid and then the kid's gonna cough <gasps> and they're like oh my god he's still alive what uh. so that's a <clears throat> and she has a dark That's secret.
0: Christy has a dark secret and I wanna do one from the movie Die Hard where uh Chris, uh there's uh you know what happens, there are terrorists at Nakatomi Plaza and the but there's a cop in there and he uh uh he calls uh this like like off duty police officer I killed a kid. No, he's a he, and and it's Christy and she shows up And they make friends. And eventually she tells him her dark secret. And she's like, he's like, I can tell you're off the streets. And she's like, I burned a man. (laughs) (laughs) I burned a man. I burned a man. (laughs) Yeah. Christy burned a man. She's atoning for it. Now she's a cop. That was a HeadGum podcast.